Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today for episode number 12. We're in a conversation series called Natural Instincts. This series is all about realigning what we naturally do in times of uncertainty, from flight to fight in Jesus. Today, I'm joined by former missionary and Christian school educator, Gerard Jackson, to help us understand how we can encourage and inspire others to love in seasons of uncertainty. Well, here we go. This is the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. All right, guys, so glad you're joining in today. I am excited to introduce our next guest on the podcast. He's become one of my best friends, a mentor, accountability partner, former missionary to in South Africa, and current Christian school educator at Covenant Christian Schools, one of my favorite Christian schools on Indianapolis, on the west side of Indianapolis, my friend, Gerard Jackson. Gerard, say hi to the podcast for me. What's up, everybody? How's it going? We're so glad to have you on today, Gerard. Thanks so much for joining in. Uh, normally, every Tuesday, Gerard and I are meeting to do Bible study together via Zoom, but I, I coaxed him into joining the podcast today. Yeah, you know I had to get on here, though, man. As soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh, you got to get me on here. I can't wait. That's right, brother, man. I, I'm so glad to have you on here. So we're in a series called Natural Instinct. And the whole, the whole premise of the series is we're we're just talking about what is it what do we do as as Christians in uncertainty how do we react how do we respond so you're here to talk to us about encouraging and inspiring others to love but before we jump into that man just tell the people a little bit about yourself who you are what you do and why you do it yeah um, you know I. I often say, or at least in the past, I've said I'm a biologist by training, but a missionary by calling. Mm. And uh, all that means is that uh, my my education is in science. Uh, I have a biology degree. Um, and yet, right when I got that degree, right after I graduated, uh, I set it down to the side to uh, hit the mission field um, and was a missionary for about 10 years. Um, and from there, kind of transitioned back to the U.S. and wondered like, man, God, what do you, what do you want for me next? What is the next assignment for me and my family? And, um, yeah, worked in a church for a little bit and, and then, um, started working in Christian education as well. And deep down, I knew I was a teacher regardless of of how I felt about teaching high school students. I knew that, um, I, I would be teaching in some kind of capacity. And so here I am today, man, husband of, of one wife and two kids, and uh, loving and living life in these crazy, uncertain times that we're in right now. Um, That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now, what's the name of your wife and your two two kids? Yeah, my wife's name is Tammy. And then uh, I have a six-year-old. His name is Rio. And uh, my four-year-old, his name is Kai. So our house is crazy. It's a boy house. <laughs> and both of them, were they both born in South Africa? Yep, both born in South Africa. They actually both have South African middle names, so the you know they'll never forget, you know where they where they were born at least. <laughs> That's awesome, man! What a great story. And and just so you guys know that are listening, we're gonna have to have Jara back on in another date and time to to talk about his missionary journeys to South Africa. It's such an interesting, just cool story. I've I've heard some of it, and I'm sure there's many more. So we'll have to have you back on to kind of share some of that with our our Definitely. listeners. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're in this series called Natural Instincts. We're talking about, you know, how do we live out? What do we do? How to react in times of uncertainty, right? Now, if I'm being honest, I hate uncertainty. I just, I hate personally ambiguity. I don't like it. But when in uncertainty, we have a tendency to shut others out. We just, a lot of us, instead of running towards people, we run away from people. It's easier for us to focus on us rather than someone else. So let me ask you, let's start the show off here. Why do you think we naturally go to that state of mind and posture? Man, it's it's survival. Um, when when we came back from um, from South Africa, we lived in uncertainty for probably about two years. So mm. it's funny how going through this particular season that we're going through, we don't view it uh, in in the same way. I feel like most people are viewing it because we've we've lived it for so long, and we finally had this place of stability, and then you know, pandemic hit and, um, we were, we were so much more able to, to handle it. Um, and I think naturally people feel this need to, they want to help others around them, but they, they want to first help themselves. You know, it's always, it's, it's always that idea of when you're on a plane, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you help anybody else. And that's all, you know, nice. That's good. That's a good thing. Help yourself so that you can help others. The problem is, honestly, it's when we become, um, when we get into this state of just helping ourselves and making it the only thing that we do. And I, you know, honestly, the, the why behind that, I think a lot of it has to come, has to come down to like our Western culture. Um, you know, we're very individualistic and whether we want to admit it or not, um, we we deeply feel like we're only as strong collectively as we are individually. Mm. Uh, so it's just like our personal freedoms become the aim. You know, it's like oh, let yeah. me get this taken care of first. But because of that, we get lost in it, um, and and we forget about the need of others. Right. Oh man, that's good. That's so good. And 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 I'd love to for you to react to this. I I read this uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, forget who wrote this, but he said, you know, we see this disengaging, this disassociating. We see this, especially when it comes to disassociating in times of uncertainty with people who are different than us. We assume they won't understand, or maybe it's because of them that we are in uncertainty. Wow. Those, the word choice there, the they and the them, um, you know, that's, that's a telltale sign of um, uh, a particular form of injustice where, where we separate ourselves mm. and um, uh, we begin to lose the ability to have compassion. Ooh, yeah. when, when, we, when we develop this, 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 standard, uh, this standard of othering, I, I would call it. Um, yeah. And so it's just me or it's just my unit and then they. Um, right. And because of that, it honestly, it, it, it begins to build this this form of, I guess you could say, compassionate. Uh, I don't know the word like having no compassion um, right. toward the need of others, basically, ne- never putting yourself in the shoes of someone else. And I'm guilty of it just as anybody else. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Same here, brother. It, and it's funny because in this season, which is 
let's be real, this season is just filled with uncertainty and ambiguity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's funny. It's like the world seems to be catching up to this idea that, oh, we are socially distanced, as they say. We're physically distancing. We're wearing masks. And now the world's like, it seems more important for us to be, you know, that we're better together. It's like, well, we've been saying that for years, but now it's like the world is catching on. The world, except for it seems that the Christian is still struggling with this idea that we're better together. It seems like the church has a way to go. Why do you think that is? You know, I... You know, I honestly don't think that the church has a way to go. I think that the church is the way. Mm. Um, the church is the only way. In fact, um, I you know I, I heard it said uh, somewhere that 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 in the church humanity is interpreted in its truest state. You know, mm. in other words, when the church gathers and the very existence of the church um, is the picture of what community really is. It's the culmination of what humanity was meant to be and what it was meant Mm. to look like, which is all of these different types of people together connected to one true reality. And that's Mm. in Jesus. He's the ultimate source of reality. And so they're gathered together in that, um, in that, what the Bible calls the body. Um, but you know, I think it's easy, um, to forget that the church knows the truth for Mm. humanity. Like, Mm. and I, I really stress that word, know the truth. I think it's, it's easy for us to say we possess the truth. We got to watch our wording on that. That's true. Yep. Cause if we say we possess the truth, um, it's, it's almost like, well, we become the the conquerors and we get to go mm-hmm. and and disseminate this truth for others to abide by. And it's like, no, nah, not necessarily. It's just actually we know the way and we're just right. pointing. Right. So I think it's just easy to forget that um, and and forget the fact that, man, we are called to live out our true purpose as human beings. And that's found only in Jesus. Um, you know, our memory is bad. I mean, whether you're in church or not. Right. We got we got bad memories and, you know, we we get distracted at times from the essentials of our faith. And these essentials um, are actually what draw people in to the church and to the community itself. So, right. Yeah. No, that's good. That's that's super good. So. How do we then. This is not a question I'm just I'm stating. How do we then as believers encourage and inspire each other towards love in times of uncertainty what 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 bible story or passage or maybe book that you you see as like man this is kind of the the crux this is where the scriptures really dive into this idea of you know based off of hebrews right that we to spur one another on in this way to love them and to encourage them to love others, especially when things seem so out of control. Yeah. You know, it's very hard for me to pinpoint one particular story, one particular, uh, uh, event. I, I love to look at the, the entire story of the early church in the book of Acts yeah. and what was happening and how it started off as this, majority Jewish movement. And then it kind of, 
you know, was was infiltrated in a way by Gentiles and they had to figure that out. And then all of a sudden they were together and they were still moving forward. And you look at this this entire picture of the early church and you you begin to discover, wow, like they did it. They were living in this reality that that caused others around them to question. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, that's, that's the gospel, right? The gospel right. is the answer to a question. The question that was often given was, what is this new and different reality that you guys are living in? Right. And how can I be a part of that? And, and the gospel answered that um, through Jesus, essentially. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hard, man. It's hard to just choose one story. I, I got to go with just like that whole picture uh, right. of, of the early church and how they existed and what they did um, for each other and for those around them. Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely agree. I think it is kind of hard. I, I do think there are some that kind of actually maybe hone in. I was, I, and you and I were talking about this through text messaging, but I was really thinking of, you know, uh, Philip and the, and the eunuch, right? So this eunuch, he, he's trying to understand the scripture that he's reading and the Holy Spirit compels Philip to go and, and stand mm. beside the chariot and actually explain and help him, ex, you know, understand what he's reading. And then the eunuch understands it and he wants to get baptized immediately. And so, Philip loved this guy enough, right? Because it, it took some compassion to say, I really want to help you understand this. I really want to spur you on in this uncertainty of the scriptures yeah. so that you could know it, right? Yeah. And then and then this eunuch understands and he becomes just his life has changed in that moment. And so mm-hmm. he uh he gets he he professes faith and he gets baptized and now he is going to go probably do the same is our assumption right and so man what a picture and as you said what a picture from the early church and them mm. spurring each other on loving each other encouraging other but also teaching each other the truth of this way yeah absolutely yeah i agree so okay well Gerard, how about you give us about, you know, two to three, if you got four, four things (laughs) uh, that the uncommon Christian can do, especially in this season of uncertainty, to encourage and inspire each other to love in in these times of uncertainty? Okay, I got three. Okay, Um, good. the, The first one, and I don't know if this may sound odd, but... The first one I would say is call someone. Ooh, okay. okay. Let me let me explain. So I, I recently I, I gave a friend of mine a, a actual phone call and I was driving home from work one day and um, he he answered and I said, hey, you got a minute? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I started talking and in the middle of me talking, he said, hey, hey, I'm, I'm actually really busy right now. And I was like, why did you answer the phone? It's, it's because you called me. Maybe people don't call anymore. They just, you know, send text messages or something. So I feel like I think one of the big things that someone can do is actually, hey, let's let me call you and have a conversation, especially with all of this, you know, social, I would say physical distancing we're having. Right. Actually call somebody because that's going to help, you know, kind of take you into the to the next one. Like, you know, I told you I got three. So the second one then 
is to ask for help. I think oftentimes mm. when 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 believers are called to uh, love their neighbor, they take that as a way of they once again have the power and let me go and do something. Let me serve. You know, you know, believers, we often talk about like, I just want to serve. I've come to serve. And that's great. Um, But I think there's great humility and there's great service in asking for help, even though you may not fully need it. You Mm. may not fully need like somebody's help because we're so individualistic. We could do it ourselves. You know, I can cut my own grass. But if we actually just step out and say, hey, we'll love your insight on this or hey, I would love your help on this particular, um, you know, idea that I'm working with or what I'm doing around my house. Just ask for help. Uh, right. And then the third one I would say is to practice hospitality Ooh. in parentheses safely, <laughs> because, you know, we're in this, you know, this weird season now. Um, but but practicing hospitality is is something I think is, is truly um, unique for our culture. I think it speaks um, uh, loudly the gospel. Mm-hmm. I think it speaks yeah. uh, loudly of generosity when, when we open up our homes, um, to other believers or non-believers, people around us, opening up our homes and giving up our time and our space towards others. Um, yeah. it's truly, truly an amazing thing. So figure out like, how can I invite a small group of people over, um, and, and be engaged with their lives. Cause the more you cross paths with someone that even that you may not fully agree with, or don't know that well, the more you will develop some sort of compassion or some sort of heart for them. Um, so yeah, those are my three. No, hope, hope they work. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. So, you know, those listening, you know, the uncommon way that you can encourage and inspire others in this season of uncertainty, call somebody, reach out to somebody, ask for help, even if you may not need it, and man, practice crazy, safely hospitality, right, with with our people. Man, that's great. That that's all it's about. We want to encourage and we want to inspire people to to continue to love each other in seasons of uncertainty, especially now, right, man? We need that more than ever. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Shirah, for joining the show today. I'm so happy to have you on, brother. We're going to have to have you back again. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Can't wait. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. And I want to thank you for listening today. If this was helpful for you, would you do me a favor, a big favor, and share this with others? Also, I'd love it if you would provide a positive rate and review on Apple Podcasts, which will help this show reach more people. And that's what it's all about. Not about fame or popularity. This podcast is all about encouraging and inspiring every Christian to love Jesus and to live out their purpose in uncommon ways. Thanks for joining and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. For more information on today's topic, visit UncommonChristianPodcast.com.